Well, hello, well, welcome back, and we have another episode of Life After Sport, and I'm coming to you live from my office, and I am going to be running through today the very, very simple things that people don't capitalize on, and it is quite simply the benefits of fat loss. So everybody is at the point, no doubt, where you know you've endured your sporting career, and you get to the stage, and you say, oh, fuck it, I have no idea what I actually want to do. So... You're still tipping away at your training, uh, you're still going in, you're hammering the weights, you're murdering the weights in some cases, which is absolutely awesome, but your body composition itself hasn't actually changed. So yeah, everybody wants to drop a little bit of fat, we want to see one or two more abs, or we want to make sure that we're seeing that vein run across our chest, down into our bicep, and then it looks completely badass on a regular basis. Um, Some of those kind of things we want, but it's overall fat loss is what we need, duh, this is a stupidly obvious one, but we actually disguise it as the fact that we want to build more muscle. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to take off the veil for a couple of seconds on basically the whole entire health and fitness industry, and when people say it's either muscle building or it's fat loss, it's absolute bullshit if that's one of the two things that they're only going to say. And essentially everybody is stringing the same message, at this day and age, if you're to pick it apart, it's essentially one of two goals, build muscle or lose fat. So if you're building muscle, you, in a lot of cases, um, you're building muscle and you're going to put yourself into a calorie surplus. So inevitably, that's going to bring about a little bit of body fat. However, when it's fat loss, we want to try and retain the amount of muscle that we have and we want to make sure that we're dropping body fat simply so that we can secure a little bit more lean, solid muscle. There's no two ways about it. That is essentially what we're looking for. But people don't talk a lot about the benefits of fat loss. And that's just something that I'm going to run through here. So I have eight points that I'm just very quickly going to run through. So expect this episode to be short, snappy, and you can actually just walk away and realize, oh, this actually does uh, make a little bit of sense. And maybe I should look to lose a little bit of body fat. So First thing is, and this is a very, very obvious one, okay, uh, I think, so if you're listening to this, there's a pretty good chance that you've endured your sporting career, hurling, football, uh, rugby, soccer, whatever it may have been, and you were pretty lean at one point, you were pretty competitive, and you were always looking for what extra edge could I take, just to make sure that I'm going to get that bit better at my chosen sport, and if you were to choose dropping body fat, it would actually help the overall process a little bit quicker, So the way I explain this to a lot of my clients is that if you were to think that somebody tells you go run 10 kilometers, no problem, you run 10 kilometers in 50 minutes, okay, great, somebody comes back to you the next week and puts a 10 kilo backpack on you and says now go run 10 kilometers and you don't do it in 50 minutes, you do it in 75 minutes Um, and then somebody says okay, a week later, the third week, take off all the weight and now let's see what the difference is. Obviously, without the 10 kilo backpack is going to be a hell of a lot faster. Less resistance, less energy required to actually move. And if you're to think of this directly in correlation with your sports performance, is if you're losing that backpack, you're always going to be able to increase your speed, your power, your jump height, and actually your ability to recover as well in between. So that is the first one as to why you should definitely look to dropping a bit of body fat if it is going to help improve your sports performance. Now, depending on the season and depending on the sport, there's a load of different things that could be argued here. However, some people in the rugby industry in particular would say, oh, you should be 
at least a certain percentage of body fat because if you go too lean your joints are going to take a little bit more impact uh, yes and no yes we should be lean but sometimes then people are actually going to be arguing to say we should never be that lean whatever that lean may be because you need a little bit more um quote-unquote cushion for the pushing so fat yes it does help to absorb contact um if you're taking a hit at 100 miles an hour and if you have a little bit more fat to absorb it and to essentially dissolve that uh blunt force then you know it's going to take less impact to the joints or the bone structures whatever they may be so that is a little bit of a a debatable topic However, if you're looking to improve your sport performance with the limiting capacities being you want to get faster, you want to increase your power, you want to be able to jump higher and faster, um, you want to be able to recover quicker, then definitely look for dropping a bit of body fat. Uh, the next one. So just like the same backpack analogy that I use, if you're carrying less, then you'll have more energy. If you have more energy, then you can utilize that energy a little bit more efficiently and effectively. If you're doing that, then this is the second point. Your strength can increase in a lot of cases. So if you ever see uh, some people, let's just say one example, you're 145 kilos, you haven't lifted weights in a little while, um, but once you start to lose body fat, at the course of, well, at the end of the day, what's going to happen if you're hitting the gym at the end of the day and if after a few weeks or months you now have less body fat, then there's a good chance that you're going to notice that your strength will go up. Now, this is a bit of a grey area, however, because psycho or physiologically, that's not the answer. But psychologically, I'm going to mix this one. If you drop body fat, say if you are grossly overweight, you used to be very fit and active, and you haven't actually been consistent with your strength training, because quite simply, you don't like the look of yourself, and you don't like showing up to the gym, you don't like people judging you, so you're not going to be consistent with your efforts all the time. However, if you do consistently lose body fat, you're going to be more consistent with your training. If you're more consistent with your training, you're going to get stronger. That is the argument that I would take from this, to be very, very specific about it. And that is how dropping body fat can also help to contribute to increasing your strength. Right, the third point is you're going to increase your overall energy. So the way I try and think about this one as well, and what I might just explain to you, is if you were to think about a dog, you leave a dog, sit there, you close all the windows and doors and just say, here, sit there for a minute. Grand, the dog will sit there for a minute. But then if you say to him, I want to go out, or you know, do you want to go for a walk? The dog goes out for a walk. But before that, just after you mentioned, the dog goes absolutely batshit crazy. Why? Because they get excited about something that they want to do. Think of your muscles being the exact same way. They want to work. They want to be stressed. They want to endure some bit of physical challenge. Um, if any of you are like me and every now and again you get a, a bout of anxiety and you think, oh fuck, I don't know what to do. Like nine times out of ten, the good thing, like nine times out of ten, what you're going to be able to say is that I have to get up and go for a walk. I just need to leave. You go, you get a bit of fresh air and once you go get a bit of fresh air, you're going to come back essentially like a different person. Now, you have changed your state, okay? You have gone from being in a dark, gloomy position, poor environment, to getting out to natural sunlight, got some real fresh air, and you haven't been consuming the same environmental problems that you have been throughout the course of the whole entire day because you changed it. So what I'm linking this back to is the benefits of fat loss can increase your energy. So if you drop body fat, again, this can mix with the gray area of psychologically feeling better because you're looking better. However, 
think of your muscles they want to constantly exercise however they must be stressed so they must be exposed to a stimulus so that they can bring about an adaptation which you're stressing the muscles okay let's say you're doing a dumbbell bicep curl you're stressing those muscles so that they can get bigger that adaptation will only come about when it has endured sufficient rest and recovery and then it is going to be that little bit bigger because in this case you're looking for muscle hypertrophy your body is going to respond in the exact same way the more energy you demand from it during some of your sessions then the more accustomed it will become to this higher level of output so that's the third point as to how you can improve your energy just simply by dropping body fat so the fourth point um you can actually become healthier duh um in specific jeez do you know when you say something you just think immediately what the fuck that is so stupid apologies all right if i if i was very good at editing or if i actually didn't make the commitment to keeping this as free-flowing as possible then i probably would have edited that out anyway um your joints can actually become healthier okay so here's a fun fact our joints are actually avascular in nature which means that we can only actually pump lymph um, up and down the body. So if you want to, I'm not going to give you the extensive scientific details, but basically lymph is, um, your lymph nodes are very much responsible for removing toxins up and down the body and actually getting them out of the body. Okay. Um, however, we have some of those lymph nodes and pumps essentially in the back of our joint so think of your knee joint so if you have your kneecap and if you go directly behind that where the soft spongy part is in between two tendons uh both of your hamstrings what you're going to feel there if you go deep you can only actually see this from like a, a ct scan or something of the likes um but there's a lymph node in there and that's a pump that pump is only going to work with movement and <clears throat> That is what we mean when we say that our joints are avascular in nature. If they're avascular, then those lymph nodes can only actually be utilized by you moving. So in some cases, when people are grossly overweight, and I don't mean this now if you're listening going, oh, I'm overweight, shut up, don't be a dope, be hard on yourself. I'm talking about the person that is actually bed bound for the last couple of years and they can't physically move because they're like 100 stone or something extreme. Okay, they actually need to get a massage to try and help exercise those lymph nodes. If they're exercising those lymph nodes, then they're going to help to reduce the amount of toxins that are currently in their body. Unfortunately, when you're that size, you actually need somebody else to do it. So that's why a physio will often endure a bit of massage for the grossly overweight. So that is another benefit of for dropping body fat. So if you're dropping body fat, there's going to be increased energy as you just said but there's also going to be increased likelihood for movement which is going to bring about healthier joints because our joints again are avascular in nature and if we're doing exactly that then ping ping that's a win okay if you can reduce uh, the amount of toxins that are in your body a little bit quicker uh, just by moving a little bit more you're going to lead to increased uh, health in your joints then game on right um there's some of these as well you might think oh that's stupidly obvious i already know this my doctor said this to me when i was four years of age yeah well look let's talk about it in reality and um, point number five all right so there's a decreased risk of blood pressure issues cholesterol diabetes and decreased risk of heart disease Um, this is really really obvious um when you're reading it on text however you might be currently doing something that i've done a few years ago or you might have already done it or you might see somebody else doing it that is being stupid about yourself and your current problems be being hyper unaware 
and just refusing to drop your ego. Okay, so this was actually me a couple of years ago. If I go back eight years, like I'm not going to say I was grossly overweight, but to give you the shortened version, I was more or less very, very unhappy with myself, borderline depressed. I had no idea what was going on really and because I couldn't fit in with the rugby team that I was playing in in college. And socially, I found it very weird, very difficult, so I found a little bit of comfort in food. So any opportunity I got, I basically, I left college and I went home and I was eating and I was using the excuse of, oh, I'm bulking. Um, because you needed to be big, you needed to be strong, you needed to be powerful to play rugby, but I was never big enough. Whereas I actually was big enough, I was actually fast enough, I just never believed in myself enough. So what I did was I found a little bit of comfort in food and I put on a bit of weight. Um, cholesterol and all the rest of it, yeah, that was fine, okay, it was okay, we got tests and stuff throughout the year, but looking back on it, if I didn't stop that, if I didn't stop eating like an absolute pig, very, very easily, I could have gone down the road, or you might be going down right now, or you might see somebody else, that is heading down that way, you know, they're constantly putting on one pound here, one pound there, they're not as active as what they were and, you know, without them actually trying to entail on some bit of a fat loss journey, maybe they're increasing their likelihood of having blood pressure issues. Maybe you're in a high stress job, nine to five. Maybe you're working with stocks. Maybe you're an accountant. Um, maybe your diet has gone to shit and now your cholesterol has gone up. Maybe you're possibly looking down the route of becoming diabetic. Uh, maybe you're also like increasing the likelihood of heart disease. Like, People don't understand these things that they're actually pretty fucking serious unless they entail on some or unless they enroll, not entail, unless they enroll in some bit of a fat loss journey. Um, that doesn't mean, oh, I'm on a fat loss diet. No, you're working to try and build muscle to try and make sure that you're dropping the amount of body fat that you currently have, as well as the fact that your health markers are going to go up and you're going to feel good. Like, sometimes this shit is really, really fucking serious, but people just don't want to drop their ego and to admit, hey, I used to be in better shape, I'm not so much anymore, I'm not actually still that same rugby player or footballer that I used to be, and you know what, I need help, I should probably drop a bit of body fat. And that's such a difficult thing as a sports person, because when you're a sports person, you're always right. Not so much that you're always right, but you know, you're, you're always trying to endure something that is just consisting of hard work. And hard work is the number one thing that you do need in sport to get to that high level, which is absolutely amazing and massively commendable and all the people that commit so much of themselves and their lives to it. However, sometimes you just need to drop the fucking fantasy and recognise and realise that you're not the same athlete that you used to be. When you're not that same athlete that you used to be, you can look yourself in the mirror and go, okay, it's time to change. I need to make a change right now, not for anybody else, but for me. And why do you need to go and endure that is because you know deep down that you deserve it, but you just don't want to endure the pain, the suffering, the hardship. And when you're doing something like that, it's actually a moment of strength rather than weakness. So that's a little bit of a spin off there, the main point for monitoring your health and how you can increase all of these markers by dropping a bit of body fat. Um, the biggest one, oh, this is absolutely huge and I didn't realize this until a couple of years ago. Um, was dropping stress, and this is massive. Okay, so without going into too much of the physiology, right? What I want you to think of is a garden hose. If you think of a garden hose, it's working perfectly. You connect it to the tap out the back garden, and you can spray it no problems at all. And then if you leave it out the back garden throughout the winter months, and then you come back a few months later, and there's a lot of dirt and gunk after building up on the inside of the hose, 
and when you plug it in to the tap on the wall and then you just try and you know spray the water the plants or whatever you notice that there's like a bit of a build up of pressure on the inside and if you look inside and if you were to cut the hose in half you would see that there's a, a little bit more of dirt essentially after building up around the inside of the hose which is creating more pressure to run through the hose which could possibly cause a rupture okay long story short what happens is if you're decreasing the amount of stress you are undoing all of those effects you're making sure to keep that garden hose clean you're making sure that you can consistently pump out strong efforts with whatever it is that you're doing without having to worry about a rupture in the garden hose now that's your heart that's your uh, capillaries your arteries your veins all of those things if there's excessive stress and if there's plaque building up on the inside if your cholesterol is a little bit too high that is the garden hose that's what's going to happen so that's that one stress okay uh, massively de- <laughs> all right and a bit tongue-tied all right the benefit now one of the next ones here is well the second last one is absolutely huge and i've experienced this firsthand i've seen it uh, as well as in a lot of my clients and coaching 10 years now borderline 10 years um and it is massive drop in anxiety and depression so when i'm speaking on this podcast right now yes it is more relevant to fat loss however what i am talking about is generally exercise uh, as well as fat loss because if you're continually going to exercise what's going to happen is if you're going to progressively overload those muscles on a regular basis you're going to develop more lean muscle mass you develop more lean muscle mass then what's going to happen is your muscles are going to become more metabolically active and a muscle that is metabolically active is in that physical location in your body is <coughs> more body fat is going to be burned so the more muscle that you have, the more calories you'll burn over a 24-hour period. So think of two cars. One is a one-liter Opel Corsa, and the next one is a three-liter Hilux, a big 4x4. And what it is, the case of like, which would you think is going to burn more petrol if two of these are stopped at a red light side by side? Which one do you think is going to burn more fuel? There's a pretty good chance that it's going to be the bigger car why because it has a bigger engine so if you think of your body think of the more muscle that you have you're going to actually just burn a little bit more fuel if you're burning a little bit more fuel at a lower intensity what's going to happen is it's going to burn it from a fat source so yeah i'm not talking strictly being on a fat loss journey right now however if you are continuing to progressively overload you will essentially become leaner as the course goes on providing you're monitoring your calories and you're consuming you know regular foods and monitoring all those sorts of things however back to the main point right with exercise and general fat loss uh, prescriptions you can see a massive decrease in anxiety and depression yeah we could talk about the endorphins we could talk about the biological part that they might play in the system um awesome absolutely insane yes we tell people that they need to get them um but why not just exercise why not do something that you're a bit competitive about why not do something where you can actually just say right this is giving me a drive this is giving me a reason and i'm going to do it and then afterwards i'm going to feel so much fucking better about myself for doing it rather than sitting at home feeling gloomy and dull and shit about yourself and feeling depressed and suicidal you can get to the point and go right i have something to do every single day i have exercise to do i have a race to get ready for 
I have such and such goals and milestones that I need to take off. Like, would you much rather be on that side of the coin or would you rather be, no, I'm going to sit at home, watch Netflix and skim through Instagram for 30 hours of screen time a week and I'm going to feel depressed and suicidal in myself, comparing myself to everybody else and how great their lives are. No, you're going to rather the first option, plain and simple. So that is what I would say is a massive prescription for anxiety and depression can simply be exercise. If you feel like, you know, that, that kind of strikes a chord with you, then maybe you need to look at just exercising a little bit more. And when you feel like you're getting really far outside your comfort zone, keep fucking going. Okay, um, last one that I wanted to mention here, so I'm going to try and wrap this up in under 20 minutes, um, is the increased sleep. Right, The only time that you actually ever get better, the only time that you actually get to recover quicker, the only time that you actually physically will put on muscle is when you're asleep. The only time. And that is one thing that is so often underprescribed in so many people. If you're sick, what should you do? Go lay in bed. Don't stress yourself. Don't worry too much about things. Just let things happen and just go to sleep and it'll feel better. What happens if you've had, you know, if you've been on a bender for two days? Uh, out on a Friday and Saturday night you get to the stage you're going to say oh fucking hell I need to get uh, I need to get some sleep yeah because you sleep deprived it's essential think about that it's, which is why one third of your day should essentially be uh, put aside just for sleep it is that fucking important 33% of your life is essentially spent asleep well or it should be so if you're looking to increase your sleep then maybe you can link that in with the amount of exercise uh, that you're doing like, if you're exercising after a long day of work, there's a good chance that you're going to fall into a deeper sleep. Correct me if I'm wrong on that one. You're absolutely exhausted. The last thing that you want to do is stay awake. Boom, straight to sleep. You wake up the next morning. Oh, I really feel recharged now. After that, I feel much better. So, guys, that is that one. I wanted to keep this one really, really short. I just wanted to run you through the benefits of dropping body fat. And when I'm saying that, we're talking about linking uh, dropping body fat with general exercise as well as making sure to get your motivation back up so that you feel a little bit more of a reason for being the person that you are. <coughs> um, I want to give you a heads up as well. So yes, today is the 12th when I'm recording this. This is going to be dropped on the 13th. But on the 15th of January, which is going to be a Wednesday, I am actually going to be uh, dropping a new training protocol or program uh, for people that are a bit interested in getting their motivation back just like it used to be when they were playing sport. And what that's going to be, the program is going to be trained for try. So anybody that has constantly had this uh, dream, essentially, in the back of their head saying, I'd love to give triathlon a shot, but I'm so far behind, I could never do it. And you're just seeing the skinny people that are high-level athletes, and you think, I could never be like that. And this program is going to be exactly for you. It's going to be something that's going to rekindle your love and your passion for training. And I've had a few clients in the past year as well that have actually just transcended tenfold into running faster, cycling harder and recovering quicker as well. Um, me, I'm not exactly the best when it comes to swimming. I'll gladly admit that. So if somebody can swim, yes, I can help them to a degree. But I am not in a position to coach somebody swimming. So this is going to be highly specific for getting people up off their ass, getting them more motivated again for training. And then off the back end of it, with that motivation, you're going to put it back into action and you can actually compete in races that you never thought that you could. So 15th of January 2020, that is going to be dropped and you are going to hear all about it. But in the meantime, what I would ask you to do if you're any bit interested when you're listening to this, ping me a message. Ping me a message, just say train for try. T-R-A-I-N, number four, try. 
T-R-I. And I'll make sure to get you in because I'm only going to be taking in 10 people. I'm going to be running this as a pretty high level experiment. And I only want 10 people that are pretty committed to actually, you know, getting out of that depressed funk, that uh, that stint that they have for a couple of weeks of going to the gym, feeling good, and then, ah, fuck it, I'm going to take my foot off the gas. I want to make sure to stop that. Okay, if you got this far into the podcast, you've obviously listened to some of my other ones and you realize how serious I am about making sure to empower people as much as physically and humanly possible after their sporting careers have finished. You have more than likely lost a part of your identity since your sporting career is finished. I want to make sure to fucking bring it back to you. Okay, so if you're any bit serious about that, ping me over a message. You can hit me up on kieranoburn7 at gmail.com. That is my private and personal uh, email address or if you want to email the strength catalyst at gmail.com then hit me up there okay if you also want feel free to go check out my website www.thestrengthcatalyst.com and you'll see an application form there but in the meantime what i will ask you to do is recognize that you're a little bit more fucking serious and you have a little bit more reason for a lot of the shit that you have been doing and enduring so far um last one as well based off the data i've had fuck anxiety right hope you had a great day